All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. It is day four of our uh, college football preview. Today we're looking at the Pac-12. Uh, as always, it's three of us. Hadley and Sporty, how we doing? Fantastic, you know the drill. Fabulous. All right. Oh. Jeez. All right. Energetic. Love it. Energetic from Sporty. All right, so we are looking at the Pac-12 today, um, a conference that hasn't gotten much love Uh you know, throughout the years of, of the CFP, um, they're not getting much love this year, as I believe no teams are in the top 10 of the preseason, top 25. I think Oregon's the closest there, right at 11. Um, I don't know. This this Oregon team, they're kind of, I don't know. I would say they're kind of kind of due for a big year, but at the same time, they they do play uh, Ohio State. So I think that uh, that week two matchup on September 11th, is going to be a big one for Oregon. It's kind of kind of going to dictate the rest of their season. Um, so we'll see see if anybody in the in the Pac-12 can make some noise. Um, obviously UCLA had a big win over Hawaii the other day. Um, they look pretty good, but they I guess we'll see how good they are too once they once they host LSU. Um, so let's start off with our top five top five teams for the Pac-12 for the 2021-2022 season. Sport, I'm going to start with you. Get, run us down your top five. I'm just. Gonna, I don't really know how many reasons. I'm just gonna say my teams and move on. All right, short and sweet. It's how we like it. I go with uh, number five, UCLA. Uh, Chip Chip Kelly's due for a good year. Uh, he hasn't been so good these last couple of years, but it's like make or break for his season. That's why I'm in number five. Number four, Arizona State. They're always decent. In Pac-12, I think they should be all right again this year. Number three, I got the Washington Huskies. They got a lot of returning letterman from last year. They faced Michigan week two, night game in Ann Arbor. Could be game day there. So being a, a uh, well-contested matchup between the Huskies and the Wolverines on September 11th. Two, I got the uh, USC Trojans. Uh, their, their quarterback's back. It's Slovic. Slo- uh, uh, slo- I think it's Slovis. Slovic. 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 Sorry. No, Slovis. Slovit. I think it, is it Slovis. Hadley. Hadley. Yeah, Slovis. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say Hadley. Slovis. Hadley's our uh, pronunciation guy here. <laughs> uh, he sounds like he's been there like forever, but he's he's back back again uh, this this year. That guy's a heck of a quarterback. So I have him at number two. Number one, I got the Oregon Ducks. Uh, they have the they have the best defensive guy in the country back from last year. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but wait, got, <laughs> wait, who did you say it was? Sorry, uh, I can't pronounce it. It's a Kevon. Oh, it's Kevon Thibodeau. Yeah, that's who I thought you were. Yeah, that's, yeah. That guy, that guy's gonna probably be the number one draft pick in the twenty twenty two draft. So. That guy will lead Oregon to a Pac-12. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they're they're gonna be the Pac-12 champs this year. Oregon Ducks. All right, Hadley, go ahead and break down your top five for us. All right, well, mine's a little different here. I'm going number five, the Stanford Cardinal. Ooh. Um, I feel like 
where they're at, I feel like their position, I feel like they could be a number five team. It's kind of like TCU. I think once you get down there, it's not as strong. Um, but I do think here at number four is pretty strong. I think Arizona State, um, they've kind of had their moments over the past two years, and I think they're definitely the number four team in the Pac-12 this year. like what I see from them. Uh, number three, going Washington. The defense is clearly there. My concern is offense. Um, and ever since they made the playoff, I just haven't really seen it from them. Number two, this is a bit of a surprise. I'm going Oregon. I think they're going to be really, really good. But I don't think they're going to be as good as the number one team here, which is USC. I like, obviously, Slovis. Um, I think I, I definitely think that they are the best team in the Pac-12. I don't know if they win the Pac-12 championship, though, and we'll get to that. All right, yeah. Um, sticking with uh, you know a bunch of those teams here. Um, before... I guess before the UCLA game, I had a top five, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put UCLA there as my honorable mention. Um, they did look really impressive in a win against Hawaii, but it is just Hawaii, so we'll see how good they really are against uh, LSU uh, the following week, um, or I guess uh, their second game of the season. Um, so number five, I'm gonna go with Utah. Uh, they got a bunch of guys. Um, you know, returning, and they got some guys from the portal. Um, one of those big guys being uh, Charlie Brewer, the quarterback from Baylor. It'll be interesting to see how how the uh, the Utes kind of run through. The, the offense is going to run through him, so it'll be interesting to see if he can step up and kind of have some big wins for, for Utah this year. Um, Arizona State is uh, my number four team. Uh, Jaden Daniels is back uh, for the Sun Devils. Um, but I don't think they're going to be as good as USC. So I got USC there at number three. Um, obviously Keaton Slovis is back. Um, again, I think he's going to lead them to winning their side of the Pac-12. Um, I believe they're the South. So I think USC is going to win the South. Um, my number two team is Washington. Um, again, they're a pretty pretty solid football team. Um, but I don't think they can get past Oregon which is my number one team. Uh, obviously, they referenced uh, Thibodeau, or Thibodeau uh, on the defense side of the ball, um, and I think he's just going to wreak havoc uh, in the backfield this year. So I do like the Ducks um, to win the North, and I like them to beat the Trojans uh, in the Pac-12 championship. Um, so, Sport, you're, take, you're taking Oregon. I'm taking Oregon. Hadley, who, who are you taking here? See, I think USC is the best team in the conference this year overall, but I think Oregon wins the matchup there. I think Thibodeau gets to gets to Slovis. Okay, so I guess, I guess we all I guess we all have Oregon and USC in the in the in the Pac twelve championship and, and the Ducks and the Ducks taking it. Um, so we we mentioned guys like you know Thibodeau and, and Slovis. Um, are there any other breakout players that, that you guys kind of like or, or, you know, interested to see how well they do this year? I'm going to start with you, Hadley. Yeah, I got a few here. Number one, Drake Jackson from USC. Um, I mean, it's basically uh, USC's Thibodeau. He gets to the quarterback. He makes plays on that D-line. Um, no doubt about it. And obviously the man himself, Thibodeau. 
Um, I believe he was the number one recruit, right? No, uh, yeah, I, I I think you're right there. Yeah, I, I, he was he was the number one recruit a few years ago. Um, I think he lives up to expectations. I think he's probably going to be a top three pick next year. Um, just a really, really naturally gifted pass rusher that is going to, especially in this division, definitely, like you said, wreak havoc. And, and number three, we got a no lineman today. Ooh, there we, we go. We got Jackson go. Kirkland out of Washington. All right. Expect them to go probably late first round in next year's NFL draft. But who knows? People need offensive linemen. So he's going he's to be in the trenches. He's going to be doing the dirty work for Washington this year. Um, and don't be surprised if he wins the Heisman. Just kidding. It's not possible. <laughs> he's going to win the – isn't it – wait, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it called like the uh, – isn't it like the Piesman or something? Like they give it to like the offensive like lineman <laughs> – I have no idea, but I love that. I feel like I've read something or have seen. I'll have to research that, but I, I think <laughs> I, I want to say it's. I think it's called the Piesman. I, I think, but we'll. That needs to be a thing and like a like a well known thing too. Right. That's all. Exactly. So, all right, Sporty, on to you. I got uh, two guys. Hallie didn't say. I got uh, Jaden Daniels, quarterback for Arizona State, three year starter make or break that team so he's also a uh, gunslinger so he'll be airing it out a lot for the sun devils this year so keep an eye on Jaden daniels the quarterback for arizona state and my last pick is uh thompson robinson quarterback for ucla dtr i like the pick sporty good good pick uh that guy is quick has a cannon for an arm Keep an eye on him too. Could be uh, a Heisman watch if his if his team does well. Don't be surprised if he gets picked uh, for the committee, Heisman committee. All right, hey, that's that's a nice that's that's a good sleeper pick there. I mean, if you see, like, can kind of run the table. Uh, the off, offense obviously going to run through him, so they they got to they got to somehow shock the world here. But an all right sleeper pick from from Sporty here. Um, I'm going to look at a couple running backs here. I got uh, Jarek uh, Broussard from Colorado. Uh, I believe he's uh, first team, uh, preseason, all Pac-12 team. Um, not the Colorado, I don't think they're going to do much, but just looking at him and his stats, uh, you know, I think I think he should have a pretty solid year. Um, another guy, Austin Jones from Stanford. Um, again, I don't think – I think Stanford's going to be middle of the pack there over in the north. Um, but, again, I think – Kind of the offense is going to run through him, so I think Austin Jones brings a lot uh, for Stanford there. And then I got two other running backs. Uh, C.J. Verdell from Oregon. Um, obviously, the attack between him and Anthony Brown um, is going to be big for the Ducks this season. And then T.J. Pledger. I believe he is from – I want to say that's another guy that Utah got in the transfer portal. I, I think he's from Utah. Let me – or from uh, – he is at Utah now, but I want to say he's from – Oklahoma. Um, so I do like Utah's offense there going through Charlie Brewer and TJ Pledger. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But uh, some other guys, um, just another wide receiver I'm looking at is going to be Drake London. I think Keaton Slovis and, and Drake London are going to be the Pac-12's ultimate uh, one-two punch this year. Um, I think those, those guys are going to connect um, a lot throughout the season. I think that's really what's going to lead USC 
um, to winning the South and ultimately, ultimately to the Pac-12 championship before losing to um, Oregon. Um, obviously, we mentioned, I think the only other guys that are really considered in in the Heisman race would be Kayvon Thibodeau. And, you know, if USC has a really good year, maybe they put Slovis if he has a really good year. But I really don't see anybody um, outside of those two guys even, you know, really in the conversation. Um, one more running back. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, the, the transfer from Michigan, running back for UCLA. I want to say he had like six carries for like 106 yards, maybe three touchdowns. Uh, the other day against Hawaii, so he he looked pretty good too. So, um, lot of lot of solid running backs, I think, um, in the Pac-12, and that are uh, are gonna have some big seasons here. So, those are my guys to watch out for. Um, I guess now we're looking at, uh, I guess some some big time matchups either uh, in conference or non conference games. So, um, Hadley, I'm gonna start with you. Just give a couple uh, big-time matchups that you're, that you're looking forward to that involve uh, the Pac-12. Yeah, I got two games here. Um, I think USC-Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame, I, I think, is the better team there. And ultimately, I think USC does lose that matchup. But nonetheless, still a very interesting one. Probably going to be two top 15 teams when they're going at it. Um, number two... Very early in the year, Oregon and Ohio State. We've talked about that one before. Like I said, I personally think Oregon's going to win that game just because of the state that it, that it is in the schedule early in the year. Um, I, like I said, I think Thibodeau gets too shroud, makes him uncomfortable, um, and that's enough to, to affect the offense. Um, but those two games are definitely the, the major, major games in the conference this year. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I mean, obviously those are some, some big-time games, and obviously, like we've mentioned before, that Oregon-Ohio State, and that's that's basically, I mean, we, we said, you know, it's it's better to lose earlier in the season, but I think that's going to, you know, be a matchup that we look at come playoff time because I think both those teams are going to be in playoff contention, and whoever really loses that game might might get, uh, you know, booted out of the, or left out of the conversation, um, even if, you know, I feel like both of them are going to win. I mean, we talked about this. I think they're both going to win their their conference, but it, I, it basically comes down to you know um, whoever wins that matchup, um, and I, that that might get that four spot there. So, um, sporty, any other games that you're looking forward to from the Pac-12? Yeah, I got uh, six six games here listed. Whoo, coming in hot! Look out! <laughs> That's right. You can always count on Sporty to have five plus for the games. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number one, I'm going to, these are in order by the, uh, month and, uh, day. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, number one, you got the, uh, LSU at UCLA next Saturday night. Okay. Primetime game. We'll see if UCLA is a real deal this year. It is at UCLA. So there'll be, Bruins will be flying high at home. Second game, another primetime game, but it's the week after, September 11th. You got the Washington Huskies at Michigan. Another primetime game. Snooze fest, sporty. It will be a test to see uh, <laughs> if Michigan can make any noise this year or if they'll be average. We'll find out. 
number three. Let me see here. Number three is Utah at USC on October on October ninth. Uh, it'd be a good good Pac twelve game here. Don't know who's going to win. I'll probably take USC by two touchdowns, but an early season battle between two decent Pac twelve teams. Uh, October sixteenth, another Utah game. They are sorry. Time out. <laughs> I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's Arizona State at Utah. I apologize. So they're home against Arizona State. So we shall see if they can beat the Sun Devils at home. Next one, we got uh, Oregon at Washington. Uh, we'll see if Washington, after the first couple of games, we'll see if Washington's a real deal, see if they can knock off the Oregon Ducks at home. They do have a transfer, uh, Washington does, from Michigan. His name is Giles Jackson, so don't know if he'll do much for them this year or not. But keep an eye, keep an eye out for him this year. And the last game, number six, UCLA at USC. The last game of the season. So we'll see if the Bruins can ruin the Trojans' season. Did Time you do that on out. purpose, Sporty? The Bruin Ruin? <laughs> Bruin Ruin, yes. The Bruin Ruin. <laughs> All right. Bunch of, uh, see, Pac-12, even though they're kind of, uh, I guess sometimes maybe the, the forgotten conference of, uh, you know, the Power Five, um, they definitely have some solid teams. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the Pac-12 here. There's a bunch of solid teams. I mean, they might not have, like, you know, that top team that's always going to be in the playoff, but they have... They have some solid solid teams that can you know get get in there at the top twenty five. Um, I yeah. pose this question. Go ahead. Is the Big Twelve or the Pac twelve better? Ooh, ooh. Well, I'm gonna say in a couple years it's gonna be the Pac twelve, just because you're gonna end up losing Texas and Oklahoma. Right. Um. Right this year though. This year. This year, I got to give it to the Pac-12. I think Oklahoma is the best out of everybody, and then it's probably Oregon, then Iowa State. So, like, maybe the Big Twelve has like, I don't know, top heavy. Yeah, maybe they have like their top three within the top yeah. five there. But then, like, then it's like a bunch of Pac-12 teams, in my opinion. I feel like. Well, I agree. I mean, looking at even like, even looking at like the the worst. Let me just see here. I'm just trying to think who, who the worst team in the Pac-12 might be this year. Um, but definitely the worst team if when you look when you talk Big 12 and Pac-12, it's Kansas. They're the basketball school. Oh, yeah. They are they are awful. I mean, obviously, I mean, just thinking off the top of my head, maybe like a team like Oregon State or, or Arizona might be the worst team this year in the Pac-12. But Kansas is going to struggle to maybe you know even win more than one football game. So. Um, I do think I do think the Pac-12 has a bunch of teams that are you know yeah like you said Big 12's top heavy and then it's just the middle upper to, to middle tier there is going to be Pac-12. Sporty, what's uh what's your answer to that question? Uh, I'm going to say a time will tell. I I don't know at this point. TMT from Sporty. <laughs> <laughs> time will tell. 
Hey, you know, you know what? This this might not be too relevant right now, but I just spoke with Marcus Day yesterday, um, tight end from the Temple Owls. Um, he said they're ready to go for Rutgers, so stay tuned for that one. All right, hey, they might get a little uh, preview on the uh, on the group, upset city on, on the group five. We might, have to, we might have to shout out the Temple Owls on the uh, on the group of five. Uh, I, I knew that pod. by the time that we're recording this podcast, we weren't going to be recording today, and I did not want to forget that information. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, so I guess when 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 this is posted, this is going to be a uh, you know a couple of days before this is actually posted. So if any if anything happens, and you know during our previews here, um, both college and NFL, uh, it's all about the recording day, not when it's actually posted. Um, but let's get back to the, uh, schedule here. So obviously Oregon, Ohio state, Washington, Michigan, I think, Ooh, I don't know who I'm going to take in that Oregon, Ohio state game yet, but I do like Michigan to knock off Washington. Here's why Washington as of right now, I feel like they're going to probably start Dylan Morris, who is a redshirt freshman, or they're going to get the senior Patrick O'Brien who transferred in from Colorado state. So, you know, some guys that are, you know, not a lot of playing experience in the system, so I guess that might affect them. And then at running back, you have uh, Richard Newton, who's a sophomore. You have wide receiver Rome, I think, is it Odunze or Odunze? He's a freshman. Um, so there's a bunch of young guys there on the offensive side of the ball that could, uh, you know, kind of dictate whether, you know, how good Washington is going to be. Obviously, Hadley alluded to uh, Jackson Kirkland, the junior uh, left tackle. Uh, there's centers, a senior, right guard, uh, junior, and then the left guard and right tap are both sophomores. So, uh, but I think Washington, they're, they're going to have a pretty solid line, but I do like Michigan to win that game. Um, and a close one, close one there. Uh, next game up on my, uh, top games here, Utah and USC. Talked about this earlier. Utah, I think is going to, you know, be a pretty solid team here in the, in the pack pack full of South. Uh, like we said, they they have a bunch of guys transferring in. Um, this is going to be their you know one of their toughest games of the season uh, facing USC. So we'll we'll see how see if see if uh, you know the Utes are the real deal. Here's the game that I think you know is going to be one of the biggest games. Uh, it, it's a non-conference game. It's USC Notre Dame. It's a big I get I mean it, it's a big rivalry game. Um, I guess USC hasn't really been as good. Um, as in years past, but this is always a solid game. Uh, they're at Notre Dame this year. Obviously, Notre Dame has a new quarterback, um, but they do return uh, Williams there at running back. So, um, if USC has any shot at trying to make the playoff, they got a. This is a big resume builder for them to, to knock off Notre Dame. And if Notre Dame's trying to make the playoff, they they can't lose this game. So this is this is a big game on October on October twenty third. Um, and then the last two games are both uh, featuring uh, Pac twelve teams. UCLA USC is sporty, uh, you know, mentioned there, um, November twentieth at USC. Um, I, I do like the Trojans there. Uh, again, we'll see how good UCLA is um, in these next couple games. And then Oregon Washington, they do meet. Um, you know, if certain things happen here in, in conference, that could be a game where winner goes to the Pac twelve championship. And like I said before, I do like the Ducks um, just because of their. Uh, you know their playing experience uh, in the system, and then you know they have they have some seniors there uh, leading the way. I think Washington might be too young, uh, but they are still going to be really good teams. So keep that in mind. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I think I think all of us, you know, I think if I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think all of us will say that Oregon, you know, I think they do have a shot to make the playoff. Oh yeah, I, and I think I think dark horse candidate it would be USC, but I think I think those two are the only ones that really have a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think Oregon's chance is much bigger, especially with playing Ohio State. Right, and just starting off there at number eleven. Um, you know, I mean, I know, I know preseason rankings don't do much, but if they're sitting there at 11, they just keep winning. They're just going to keep sliding up. Um, USC is going to have to have a big win here, I, I would say, against Notre Dame before they start really, um, you know, move, you know, before they make a huge move in the top 25 here. So, um, Sport, do you, you think the Ducks, would you think the Ducks have a pretty legit chance to get to the uh, college football playoff if they beat Ohio State? Yes. Even if they beat Ohio, like if, you know, if they beat Ohio State, what if they lose to Ohio State? I still think they still have a shot because it's, it's 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 only the second game of the season. Yeah, that, that is true. So I mean, yeah, you're looking at maybe like a twelve and one team, and if certain things happen in other conferences, like a team loses late or doesn't even win their you know respective championship. Um, I know sport, sport you talk about maybe that you know UNC knocking off Clemson in the ACC championship, so that could you know. Be Clemson's maybe only only lost the season, but they don't have that championship on their resume. So maybe the committee puts Oregon in over them. But um, but yeah, so I think that will conclude our Pac-12 preview. Um, our next preview is going to be uh, the SEC, and then we're going to close out with uh, the Group of Five and Independence, and that's where we'll talk about our um, predictions for the you know just general predictions for the rest of the season. Um, and including our uh, college football playoff uh, predictions. So we will we'll be back at it uh, tomorrow, and we will um, talk arguably one of the best, if not the best, uh, conferences um, talent-wise from top to bottom in the SEC.